0: From New Studio 110 at the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Niche. A podcast about unique interests. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm David Calvert. So for this episode, David, uh, you went and talked to somebody. Who'd you talk to?
1: Yeah, I talked to Joe Marino. He's the owner of Blue Whale Coffee in Midtown uh, Reno.
0: And uh, how'd that go? Uh,
1: Joe's one of my favorite people. Um, I see him almost every day. Uh, And he's just really passionate about coffee. And I was thinking that this might make a, a cool episode.
0: And just some housekeeping here before we get going. Um, while I've been abroad for a while, uh, my computer died, and so not only could I not edit or produce, but I also lost a lot of content. But we're back with season two, so stay tuned and we'll have a lot more content coming up for you soon. All right, on with the episode.
1: This is David Calvert uh, filling in for Joey Lovato, and I'm here at Blue Whale Coffee Company in Reno, Nevada, talking to Joe Marino. Joe, how's it going today?
2: Uh, pretty fantastic. How are uh, you doing? I'm doing well. Um, what do you do, Joe? Uh, I own a local coffee shop here in Midtown Reno. Uh, it's called Blue Whale Coffee Company, as you said, and uh, I just uh, my, my specialty, I guess, is uh, just making people feel good.
1: So you're like the most important person in my day. Um, cause you make my coffee in the morning, uh, you and your, your awesome crew. Um, I wanted to talk to you because I feel like you're someone who's very passionate about coffee. Um, I mean, you like seeing people in the mornings and saying hi, but like, you know, your shit. <laughs> so, uh, how'd you get involved drinking coffee, making coffee? What's your history with, uh, the coffee bean?
2: Um, well, I guess I didn't really start, um, uh, drinking coffee until I was about 22. I'm 35 now um and uh i took a trip to italy with my dad and my my aunt and uh you know it, it's pretty fun uh, coffee culture over there but as we were running around and sightseeing and doing uh you know oddball things we uh we'd always stop periodically to the espresso bar and get our quick uh, little cup of espresso and and that was it move on and um but i I, you know thought the culture part of it was fun um i didn't necessarily like the taste and uh i didn't know much about coffee at that time obviously but when i came back to the states i started uh uh working at an italian restaurant and uh in order to get through some of those shifts i made myself espresso they had a little espresso machine there and i would put tons of sugar in it of course um and uh It wasn't until maybe a year or two later, um, I was studying at uh, a a local uh, coffee shop in Normal, Illinois, called The Coffee Hound. And uh, they started telling me about the coffee, and they gave me a choice of whether I want a Tanzania or a Colombia. And I'm like, I have no idea what's the difference. And they started telling me all the differences, the flavor profiles, and I had no idea that there was you know, anything more than, you know, you just put it in a pot and brew it, you know. Um, but uh, I became fascinated. And then I, I started to discern what it is that I liked and didn't like. And uh, I figured, you know, I was studying there, uh, you know, enough hours out of the day, I might as well put my application in and get paid to be there. Um, so I did. And it worked out. And, uh, you know, and from there, it just, uh, it just kind of took off. And I've been fascinated ever since. So it's shameless pug. But is it uh, safe to say that
0: coffee's your niche? It's called Niche Podcast, David. Niche, not niche.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Alright, uh, what do you guys specialize in at Blue Whale? Why
2: is it... What makes it cool? I think, more than anything, it's a community vibe. Um, like you say, you come in pretty much every morning. So there's there's you know a few years of relationship building going on there. And with every new person that comes in, there's, there's more of that. And I, and I think what I stress more than anything is making people feel welcome. And I want, I want people to have a sense of community or a sense of belonging.
1: Right. It's, it's a ritual. It's routine. It's, you know, mm-hmm. We do it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the space is, I don't know, maybe the size of a garage. Um,
2: it was a garage, yeah. actually. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a garage before it became a uh, coffee shop. And uh, we still got our garage door that we open up every day, uh, weather permitting. And uh, it's it's just fun, man. It's a nice little spot, very intimate. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, it's, it's kind of like the heart of Midtown Reno, too. Like, this is it's one of the original locations when this area was taken off, and it's growing around you. And did you always want to own your own business, or was this just something that happened?
2: Um, I don't know if I – no, I, I'd have to say no. I didn't always I haven't always wanted to own my own business I've uh you know I think I I was trying to figure out what it was my next step in life uh that I wanted to do lo and behold uh you know this opportunity was presented and, and I and I recognized it immediately that okay yes that's it you were talking earlier about different types of coffee uh give me like the
1: give me your coffee spiel when somebody doesn't know what they want when you would tell them Uh, what kind of roast they're looking for or origin like sure Uh, explain coffee
2: to me well coffee is actually a lot like people Um, comes from all over the world Um, and in each different part of the world it it takes on different personality traits and depending on how it's grown how it's processed um, the variety of a cherry because coffee is actually a fruit. It's a cherry that grows on a, a coffee uh, tree, quote unquote. So when I when I you know people come in and they don't know too much about coffee, I'll just give them a very basic. You know, well I've got two options. You know, Tanzania and a Colombia. And African coffees tend to be quite fruity and uh, and sweet. Sometimes you get some chocolate. Um, our Tanzania right now tastes like mangoes. Um, and pineapple uh, you know our Columbia is more of a toffee sweetness uh, more citrus um, like an orange nice orange or grapefruit citrus and most people say well I have no idea I don't know what I like and I said well try this um, I love heavy metal <laughs> Cheney Street <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely definitely midtown midtown vibe man uh, and, and just like coffee there's diff- different personalities if Midtown Reno, or if Reno was a coffee, what kind of coffee would it be? Oh, man. Hmm. That's a good question. As it's grown, I think it would be a lot like a Rwanda. Rwandan coffees uh, have not been known to be very good. Um, there's, they have had a lot of climactic issues that, that make it taste like a potato uh, which is not that great, uh, in a coffee. For, if it's a potato, it's great, you know, but it's coffee. Um, <laughs> but it's been growing a lot. Um, there's been a lot of work being invested and, uh, you know, performed in improving the infrastructure, the processing. But there's change, but there's, there's turmoil. Change. Yeah, there's yeah. change and there's turmoil. And, and I think that, you know, Midtown, um, being at the shops in Midtown, Midtown especially is kind of a, a, a catalyst or an epicenter of change in Reno right. because now I feel like Reno and I feel this about Rwandan coffees too. They're, they're damn sweet and, uh, lively acidity and yeah, a lot of fun. 20 years ago, you could say Reno was just like a pot of Folgers. Sitting oh yeah, man. too long. Robusta. <laughs> yeah.
1: So clearly you know your coffee, but I want to see how well you know people too. Uh, so we talked about this as like coffee is a routine for people. It's mm-hmm. their, their mornings, their afternoon, after work, whenever they need their pick me up and they come here and you talk to them. Do you feel like you can know something about somebody by
2: what kind of coffee order they have? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. I don't know. Is this going to get me in trouble? No. It's okay. Just,
1: uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to ask you about me. So I order the same thing every day almost every day when i come down here i'm a cappuccino drinker i'm very particular about how i like my cappuccino you guys make it perfectly so what does a cappuccino say about a person what kind Uh, of drinker
2: classic uh i i get the feeling that you like uh classic things i mean just kind of um um i wouldn't say conservative so much but but definitely like a, a classic routine um well you mentioned to me earlier that you're not big on change but you know what you like there's a there's a sense of security and a a sense of like an appreciation for a classic cappuccino is a classic uh coffee drink you know and it can be very very good when done right and it can be very bad when not done right all right so talk me through the perfect espresso pull oh man (laughs) start to finish what do you do all right, I'm going to try and keep this as simple as possible, but there is nothing simple about espresso. There, is, there are a lot of variables. It's generally, for, for us, what we define as espresso is, uh, you know, uh, a drink that's about one and a half to two ounces in volume. We use about 17 to 20 grams of coffee. Um, at about 200 degrees and 9 bars of pressure and bars are like uh, bars equivalent to like 1 atmosphere Um, so uh, atmospheric pressure at sea level is 1 bar or somewhere thereabouts and and this is 9 times that but uh, being able to uh, manipulate all of these variables to achieve balance so all coffees have um, acid all coffees are acidic and uh, you want to uh, make sure that that acidity comes through uh, balance. You want to have some nice sweetness. Bitter is not bad as long as it's balanced, you know. And if it's a little salty but you get a little sweet, then it kind of pulls toward, you know, tangy, sour. And it kind of makes your mouth, your, your physical, um, you know, taste buds and your, the sensation of it just kind of, um, it pulls you in different directions. But if it's balanced, it's exciting, you know, so it's only just a short little thing. It's, uh, um, you know, one and a half to two ounces, like I said. But it is complex. I hope that answered your question. I can, I can go <laughs> off on a <the> tangent. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, pick, but.
1: I mean, that's why I wanted to talk to you. I love listening to you talk about coffee. And, I mean, I'm simple. I order the same thing every day. But I'm always, <laughs> I listen to you talk to everybody else and explain what you're doing. And, you know, for me, I see, I see whole beans. I see you grind them. You tamp them down, put that pressure on it, and then run the shot. I mean, it looks simple, but like I'm watching you knocking just a, a fraction of a gram off of the oh, yeah. the grind, and yeah, and
2: yeah, absolutely. There's there's um, you have a very small margin for error with espresso because of the high pressure and the quick extraction. It's only you know twenty to thirty seconds, and because you have such a high intense, you know, uh, extraction, um, there's a very small margin for error. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of gut feeling that goes into it as well. And, uh, yes, we are very hands on. It is very, I think this is one thing that I really enjoy about coffee is that it's working with my hands and I do feel like I'm crafting with my hands. I'm in there, um, you know, uh, Crafting something that somebody is going to enjoy. Right on, Joe. This was fun. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Yeah, this was fun.
1: Uh, I'm gonna order a cappuccino and sweet. uh, Appreciate the time.
2: Yeah, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Niche.
1: If you enjoyed the interview, please review and rate our podcast on iTunes. It really helps. And don't forget to subscribe.
0: Today's music was A Mirror, A Storm by People With Bodies.
1: You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook uh, at NichePod or go to our website, nichepod.com.
0: You can also email us at nichepod at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners.
1: Thanks for listening. They found a song they liked and they were like cranking it up. Crank it, man. Oasis, you gotta yeah, like it. You can hear him singing in the background. <laughs>